Ladies and gents, welcome to episode Reggie Miller of Shoe Booty Sports. That's episode 31 for you people keeping up at home. Uh, I'm your host, Graham Powell. This is co-host Bradley Brown. Yep, right here. <laughs> and he looks the part. He just got back. Uh, well, I don't know when you came back. But you uh, had a trip to a major golf tournament over the weekend. Uh, tell us about it a little bit. Yeah, I was uh, lucky enough to uh, <clears throat> get tickets to the uh, Southern Hills uh, PGA Championship in Tulsa. And it was pretty sweet. Uh, I was lucky enough to be near a hooked ball by Tiger Woods, and he walked about a foot from me. So that was pretty sweet. Um, got to see him hit a couple of shots, watched him play, let's see, two, three, four, five and six and six i believe he triple bogeyed so i kind of felt nice. i was bad luck for him so i stopped watching him after that uh, and then caught more of him on uh the long par three i believe it's 14 and then watched him finished up on 17 and 18 yeah, and then by said- the time he finished the leaders of that day uh were teeing off so i got to watch them play throughout the day i've stayed there from about 7 30 maybe eight o'clock to about six o'clock at night so lots of golf lots of walking around it was super cool uh just the sound of those guys golf shots are unreal like even out of the rough they sound so crisp and so clean it's yeah it's stupid it's unreal yeah i could imagine that um so were the beers 18 dollars? i saw a tweet the about beers that. were 18 dollars, and if some those were like your bud lights <laughs> if you wanted like a good beer uh i think uh a guy that was in our group he was paying like 24 25 a beer and that might have been the price for the ones in the souvenir cups too so uh how, how big a, are we talking how big it's big a beer and like 20 20 to 24 ounces okay still it's a it's criminal but i mean there's a reason why they're doing it they don't want a bunch of belligerent people <laughs> out there on the nice golf course granted there there's going to be some where you know price is not an option they're going to drink whatever they want which there were, i think there's a video of a couple of guys who took a nap <laughs> we'll say uh by some grandstands and a nice fan walked by grabbed their phone that was laying on their chest took a picture of them and walked off nice yeah, so. I guess that's I guess that's a fair point. Still, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna pay that much for a beer, so uh, I can no. understand why they would do this. Since you put it that way, but uh, tell me, you just you sent me, you texted me a picture of Tiger, and I was out doing yard work that day, and I came in, looked at my phone during my break, and I was like, whoa. And then you said you botched or like you screwed up the selfie attempt with him. Like, okay, tell me about that. Were you like, hey, uh, Tiger, like? Can I get no, a you don't say hey, no, you don't say hey, Tiger. No, I like I was just so in awe of you know being that close to greatness or you know of past greatness. Um, it's greatness, greatness, will, it's great forever. But uh, as he was walking by, I was like, oh, and he was walking back up, but I was still like in holy crap, holy crap phase that I once I had the thought of, hey, let's uh, flip the camera around and try to get a picture with uh, or selfie with Tiger in the background, it was uh, way too late. And I got him kind of sitting near his ball, but he's like 15 feet away. So it could have been a lot better. 
but uh yeah that photo that's going around on twitter saying you know the the crowd was insane with him with that shot that he hooked in into the woods where he's pretty much aiming like right at the people i was in that photo (laughs) okay and yes i definitely felt like hey we're too close and then I was ducking behind someone and I was looking at people's phones because everybody's recording nowadays. And through the phone, you could definitely tell that tiger was like aimed to the left side of me. (laughs) And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay behind these people. But he hit a shot that didn't even go knee high. You could just hear it whiz, whiz by real low. And yeah, he he only hit about 130 yard recovery shot out of the woods, but it was still sweet. Yeah, I guess you can't be like, hey, Tiger, can I get a selfie in the middle of a no, major? You don't Probably really. Not gonna go well. all, you, all you do is say, yeah, go Tiger. You're just going to get ignored. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're just you going to get ignored. Um, but yeah, well, you, you said that, and I was like, well, wait, did he like try to get a selfie with him, just screwed it up or something? Um, no. Okay. Well, who, who won the thing? I don't even know who won it. I didn't even catch that part. So it was a pretty exciting finish. Uh, I think after day one, uh rory was leading it after day two uh bubba was leading it so there's some big names after day three uh there's a guy uh out of chile uh mito pereira i believe is yeah i believe is how you say his name he is ranked uh the hundredth best golfer in the world he has yet to win uh i think a tournament on the pga tour um, but he had the lead after day three and he had the lead up to the 72nd hole, the very last hole, uh, of the tournament. He had a one stroke lead going on, going into 18 and he hit a drive and it took kind of a bad bounce, uh, in a low area and trickled off into a tiny Creek that was cutting across. And so he had to take a drop, hit up things didn't go so well all he had to do was you know part to win bogey to force a playoff but he double bogeyed and took himself out of playoff contention and so the two guys that were sitting behind him were justin thomas and will zalatoris uh and they went to a uh was it aggregate playoff uh it's a newish format uh they played three holes and took the aggregate score of those three holes, but Justin Thomas, dude, he went off, he went birdie, birdie par and yeah, he took it home. So, so Justin Thomas won major. it. Yep. He won his second, uh, PGA championship. He's won it twice. Okay. Well, I don't even have to watch because you literally just told me everything that happened. So, but yeah, if you, right. if you want to see a beautiful, awesome shot, watch his, uh, tee shot on 17 in the playoffs. He dri- he drives a par four. Well, I may check that out. We'll see what happens. But okay, so it was a good so it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Good it was trip lots with of fun. Pops. I know, yeah, I know Barry had fun. So it would have been better if Lefty would have showed up, you know. Yeah, it wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> he's he's gonna yeah. have it he's gonna have an Oprah interview or something before he uh goes into the next uh, tournament. Or he's gonna have some kind of public appearance with somebody. That's that seems to be the celebrity thing after you do something shameful or whatever you know you have an interview and then you explain yourself and apologize and all that and then you get back into the public you know uh you get back into what you're doing so all right cool 
So, all right, moving on, because it's only a 40-minute show uh, these days, ladies and gents. But uh, did you catch the Saban Jimbo spat? And Dion was even in the mix of that, got sprinkled in. Uh, Saban, if if you know, you know, Saban saying that A&M, you know, but it was his language, basically. It was his language that pissed Jimbo off. I yeah. think what he was basic, what Saban was trying to say, I think he was just talking to his booster saying, Hey, this is how A&M's getting the number one recruiting <laughs> class. And we're not doing that. So I think we need to start doing this so we can That's stay. That's not how it came off. <laughs> so we can stay the premier program. That's what he was trying to say, I think. But no, that's not what came out. No. That's not what came out. And I can understand uh, Jimbo responding the way he did. In fact, I loved the the response, actually, just uh, kind of going at him. I don't know that you necessarily want to say, like, check, check you, you know his track record, see how he gets his players and all that. Because it's one of those things I feel like all the coaches do in the SEC. And it's like, yeah. well, if you're going to rat me out, I mean, you're kind of ratting yourself out, too, to an extent. Now, he's like, mm-hmm. we do things the right way and all that, and I you know, believe him, I guess. He hasn't given anybody a reason to think otherwise, as far as I know, Jimbo, that is. But, yeah, Saban apparently, and I don't even know how, I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't know how Dion got caught in the whole thing, but. I'm still, uh, I still don't know how, or if Dion even knows how he got caught up in all of it. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, I, I liked it. his response was probably my favorite of all of it. Just saying, hey, um, I've been offered the bag, like, so I know who's going around doing this. Uh, you, you don't want to necessarily say things about me that are incorrect, but or lies. As my hi, Dexter. As my dog is wanting to join in on this and get caught up in between the cords and all that. I'm sure, I'm sure you've also seen where uh head ball coach, old Spurrier, uh, <laughs> he was talking about uh, Saban going, well, he, you know, Saban's not wrong. <laughs> it's like, they're, he's like, you just don't, you know, just overnight just go from a, a mediocre team to a powerhouse. That's true. Um, that That's also true. Uh, but J- Jimbo can recruit, though, and he's proven that. And he's got a massive... Uh, booster club behind him to basically hand out whatever he needs as far as uh money to okay yeah all right i can see where spurrier's going with that i just talked myself right into that yep <laughs> so as i was just sitting there talking i was yep. like okay yeah all right i, I can see where kind of spurrier was going with that i didn't see that anything spurrier i want to watch so i'm oh, gonna check that out yeah but sure. I, that's one thing i miss about have, yeah. sec he didn't Media have much days. to say but that's, I'm pretty sure that's what he left it at. He's like, well, you know, Saban's not wrong. <laughs> Jim, or yeah, Saban. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was still a, that, that, I don't know. It was fun. It was fun to watch kind of that whole thing unfold. Uh, I know that some people have even tried to like interview other SEC coaches to get their take on it. And Greg Sankey is. Any of those. Well, Greg Sankey has shut it down. I mean, he just said you can't talk about it. Like, um, uh, somebody wanted to interview Lane Kiffin about it because I mean, I'd want to know what Lane has to say about oh, it. Oh, yeah. But sure. he was like, "Yeah, we I, said they said we can't talk about it." So he put it to rest. I know Saban tried to call Dion and Jimbo to apologize, but uh, they didn't take his phone call. So that should be fun. 
uh, when they play media each other. day it should be fun it should be yeah and when you know they better uh, they better put them on the same day they probably it's possible yeah they probably will i would think but the alabama and a&m game a&m game will be be intriguing uh this this upcoming season it was last year obviously a&m beating them yep. i was in chicago this was the night before the biggest race of my life the chicago marathon and i stayed up late like i was gonna go to bed i stayed up late just to watch the end of that game like the night before the biggest race of my life i st- where i gotta get up at like you know 5 a.m or whatever i stay up late to see the end of this game because i was like oh my wow like a&m's gonna beat them and sure enough so intriguing then gonna be even more interesting this time around so be cool to watch but uh we're gonna move on and give a shout out to the razorback softball team the arkansas razorback softball team advancing to the super regionals hell yeah and yeah uh did so with three three big wins in fayetteville uh beating princeton the opening round then beating oregon twice to to win the regional move on to the supers uh they play texas oh that's uh, gonna thursday be yes they host texas thursday and i, I watched doing them. a wide out they are it's a wide out strictly wide out but first game thursday at 6 p.m on espn2 then they turn around and play again friday at 5 30 p.m it's you know it's a best of three and if uh third game is necessary they'll play saturday too but that i don't know if you caught it you probably didn't catch any of that or them playing but i watched i watched all but one game that they played i played or i saw the championship game and i saw them in the opening round against princeton they just routed princeton mm. but no, they're a fun team to watch, man. They can hit. They and they they hit the long ball, and they can they can pitch. They can play, or you know they can hit it deep. It's it's a fun team to watch. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know what Cor- Courtney Diefel, the head coach there, is getting paid. But I mean, give her the bag when it's time, because she has turned what was essentially the laughing stock of the SEC when. When I was a reporter, uh, and I you know, and I would cover these high school these high school teams, and many of you know of which were softball during softball season, uh, the recruits would be they wouldn't even be interested in going to Arkansas just because they were so terrible. But yeah, that's not the case anymore. They're the premier program in the SEC and on a national level now too. The number four overall seed, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, it's a fun team to watch. Danielle Gibson, uh, Lenny Malkin, both both have twenty plus home runs. KB Sides, the SEC Player of the Year, uh, just an absolute beast in center field, uh, who hit quite the bomb to really kind of separate them from Oregon uh, Sunday. And the pitching, Mary Half, uh, Shanice Delsey, just it's just a elite. It's just elite playing all around, but want to give a quick shout out to them. Uh, check them out. Like I said, Thursday at 6 p.m. ESPN two hosting Texas. So yeah, that's going to be fun. And like the crowd support's pretty cool to watch too. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing about winning, man. If you're winning, I mean, yeah. fans are going to show up, uh, especially in this state. 
So you know how many fan, you know how many uh, seats Bogle Park has? I do not, but the outfield is looks just about as fun as anywhere to be. I've been in Bo- I've I have been in Bogle Park, like uh, you know, just reporting. I, I haven't so been to a Razorback game, but I uh, I don't know if I don't know if it's open, but it it was uh, I mean it's open for people. I don't know if just anybody can show up. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty close to the road or to a lot or something. It is. Uh, I I don't know if they've expanded it or what, but yeah, you're right. But no, it was it was packed with people. It was packed with people all weekend. And but I mean that seems like the place to be just because Arkansas can hit the long ball. So yeah, they got they got two players with twenty plus home runs. Uh, they got other. I think like Hannah Gamble has like eighteen. Hannah Gamble has like eighteen or something like that, and others as well. So, I mean, they can they can hit, man. They can hit. They can pitch. They can do it all. I'd say they can field, but that uh, they they had two errors in the same play that allowed three runs, uh, three unearned, unearned runs on one play to tie the game in the championship Dang. game Sunday. So three three, but they responded and ended up winning at nine three i believe it was so yeah just uh, was a pretty good response <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it was a good i mean that was it that was like the big that was the big screw up and you could tell difles because she had to do the interview like with the the announcing team the following inning like oh, you know yeah. it, the or the following break coming back from that inning and you could just tell i mean she's real like uh I don't know if laid back is the term, but very calm and just has a certain way of carrying herself. That's very cool to me. I mean, just cause she's just a cool customer. She's just very even keel. Doesn't get too high. Doesn't get too low. And something happens. You could tell she was pissed. Like she was, <laughs> they asked her about that place. She's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, she was basically like, that's not like us. That's very uncharacteristic of us. And we need to respond. <laughs> like it was, uh, you could, you could tell she was pissed, but they did. They responded, and it's a it's a fun team to watch. So, uh, yeah, check them out Thursday and Friday. Uh, go Hogs! Beat Texas! Horns down! Oh yeah, throw them down! I did it. So I'm not sorry for it. Continue to always. Moving on, uh, NBA playoffs going on right now. Looks like the Warriors are going to coast their way to the NBA Finals. I'm looking up the score right now. It is going on as we speak. Game four, it is 9 at 1 p.m. currently here on a Tuesday night. Uh, Dallas, though, up 60-45 with 150 to go in the half. Of course, they, they've had a lead. In other games too, and I believe the last one most recently, and yeah. Warriors found a way to come back. The Warriors just are—it's a great. I mean, it's a great team. It's just a—they're the only great team left. I mean, Dallas has Luca, a great player, the the best scorer in the game right now, but he's not getting a lot of help. But see, that's the thing though—it's it, Dallas's offense has been Luca. It's him handling the ball. It's just so much ISO, and of course Kerr's going to box and want him. Again, you don't need to um, to defend another way. Throw other play. Did you see the Wiggins dunk on him though, on Lucas? <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow, I watched that live. That was filthy. 
and I about threw a fit just because like like anybody else because they called a foul. Called a foul. Yeah. And I was like, what? And uh, well, first of all, you don't call a foul on that really anyway. But then you look at the replay and it's a complete flop from Luca. Yeah, he collapsed. <laughs> just yeah, he was yeah, like, oh, like, I'm gonna a be a on a poster. In the building. Yeah. yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna be on a poster. Uh, it's like it's literally like he improv that he's like uh, he he foresaw like the <laughs> nope. poster and was like i gotta do something i gotta find a way out of this but fortunately nba has replay now and they went back and corrected that but i mean that's the thing like about the warriors it's the best it's the best organization in, in the nba uh they have the best team the best organization the best owner i don't know i a lot of people are lauding Kerr. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good coach. I mean, he's got three championships. Although you could say well, he got he, more than that. Although he, well, yeah, <laughs> as a coach, but I mean, you could say he coached his way out of a fourth one uh, when he had, I believe it was Spates in there uh, when uh, Cleveland beat him in 2016. If I, I just remember thinking, like, why is he in there? Why don't he, you know? There was somebody else they had that I was like, oh, this guy needs to be playing. So I'm, I'm not on the Steve Kerr's this amazing coach. Uh, I think he fits them, though. I mean, just uh, the way he carries himself, the winning pedigree, all that. Uh, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say he's – I don't know. It's tricky. I'm not going to say he's on, like, pops level or anything. When it's all said and done, he may be considered that just because he's going to have the hardware to back that up. Yeah. But if anything, he's the greatest decision maker uh, in, in recent years in NBA history because uh, I still remember when Phil Jackson was the newly appointed GM, you know, the Knicks, and we know how that ended. And he was going to go get Steve Kerr and to coach the team. And then Kerr essentially, if I remember this correctly, burned the Knicks to take the Warriors job. He's like, no, I'm going to take this, I, you know, I'm going to take this job instead because they got rid of Mark Jackson. And I'd say that was a pretty good decision because this was just before they obviously just elevated into this super team. So if anything, he's just the best decision maker in the last decade or two of the, of the NBA. So, but so I'll give him credit for that. Sure. But they do have the best team, best owner, uh, and I'll and I'll say Kerr's one of the best coaches, if anything, just for what he's done with that group. Uh, the 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 Eastern Conference is the mo is the most intriguing of the two, obviously. The Eastern Conference <laughs> final, just because you never know what you're going to get with Boston. No, I mean, and or the Heat. Yeah, well, it's basically whoever shot is falling that night is going to win it. And, I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. That, that's how it's gone, that series. I, I thought Boston would win it in seven, and I know that's basically you're, you're not really picking a team when you say that. You're like, eh, just, it could go either way. But it really kind of could. I don't know another, another way to say it. I don't think somebody's going to win in six. I mean, I'm still... I picked Boston, so I'll stick with that. But the, the last game was, it just seemed like everybody was getting hurt, especially there at the end. Like, if somebody was on the ground every other play. It was just getting sloppy, and it wasn't even like playoff basketball. It was just sloppy, just like bodies all over the ground. 
Yeah, I, uh, I was watching that game up until like a little bit past halftime, and I was like, yeah, I don't know why I'm watching this. And so uh, I chose to watch the uh, new Rescue Rangers movie. That was more entertaining than the freaking in that game last night <laughs> what did you see that on is that on out disney already plus so yeah it, it was released on disney plus i think yesterday so i was like man it's been a while since i chipped or er, kicked it with chip and dale so let's see what that's about yeah or chipped it with chip and dale yeah that's or how are you going it. with that yeah uh it, it's uh... <laughs> uh wow yeah um i did see that that was coming out my, I yeah, think that was one of the on first. TV last night either. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, I like Chip and Dale as a kid. I don't know that I've been, I've thought about seeing the movie, but you know, if I had a kid or something, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, sure. I'm, I'm just a bored, uh, adult. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I just have other streaming options that I would probably go to first, but it's, it's, uh, no, hey. dude, live your inner child, man. I'm not knocking it. Oh, it sounded like you were. I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised when you told me you watched it. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I was a little bit surprised, but it I'm not Just knocking the, yeah. it. Sure. It's a it's a it's a nostalgia thing for us. I get it. Yeah. Like if uh if the Robin Hood, like with the fox and I think Little John was a bear or something. It was like a cart. It was like a cartoon movie of Robin Hood. Yeah, like Robin Hood was the fox, and like uh, what what was the woman's name? Also a fox, obviously. But because we can't have interspecies stuff going on there, but um, <laughs> if that came on, I would I would probably tune in just because of like a nostalgia thing. Because I love that movie as a kid. I get it. Makes sense. I watched Chip and Dale as a kid. They were awesome. They were one of like three, the first three like autographs I got from the characters when I went to Disney World. <laughs> like I remember seeing them getting like super excited. Them and Goofy, them and Goofy, I got like really. Everybody's got to get excited for Goofy. Yeah, stoked about yeah because Goofy was like Goofy was my favorite because it's Goofy, you know. Yeah, I awesome. probably get pretty pumped if I met Donald, but. Yeah, I like yeah, I like Donald. He was a good one too. The ducks, just the the two duck cartoon characters are great. Uh, just kind of, yeah, just uh, short fuse, and now when you say yeah. two duck characters, are well, you, I'm, jump, I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Not Disney. Correct. I'm jumping to <laughs> Warner Brothers on that. I kind of <laughs> lump them all together. Oh yeah, definitely. But in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know they could they uh, brought them both in. They were playing the piano at the same time. So I don't know if they did like that. the I don't know if they did like the Mayweather Pacquiao thing where they had to like uh, make a special type of stipulation contract because one was with Showtime, one was with HBO. I don't know if they had to do that for Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but I'm glad they did. It made it for an excellent scene. So yes, that topic made its way into our show. Uh, you never know what you're gonna get here at Shoe Booty Sports. Uh, again, episode Reggie Miller. 31 for those of you keeping up at home all right and in other news i just uh took a quick look at the browser today to see what else was going on i guess ryan Tannehill has been asked enough about uh the malik willis 
comment about it's not his job to get him ready uh and and i i I didn't i had no issue with the comment there was a lot of backlash from even former players about it which made no sense to me but him saying he'll be a great teammate to willis which i didn't think he i didn't think he was going to sit there and just try to sabotage him i mean i don't know if anybody was (laughs) i I guess this play used to throw it backwards do it. Yeah, that's a, that's... <laughs> no, it's a toss play. Just, just do it, man. Just trust me. It, it, no, that's how it's supposed to go. Uh, but it's it's stupid to me that you have to just reading some of the headlines on es on the ESPN app today was just so goofy to me. The Tannehill, a uh, great team, going to be a great teammate to Willis, and then the uh, Tyreek Hill. Just talking about uh, that two is accurate, you know, and it's like, well, well, okay, one, two was accurate. I mean, accuracy is not an issue for two. It's his arm strength that's an issue. And just the fact that he's probably not going to do anything to win you a game. Like I said, I, I, I saw two, when I see two a play, I see him as like a 3,300 yard passer season with 23 touchdowns and like anywhere between nine and 14 interceptions i see that as like that's the level of quarterback Tua is he's not going to go out and just and win you a game necessarily like i said i saw him as like a as pro to as a pro quarterback Tua is like brandon allen was his junior year at arkansas He's not going to get you beat, but he's not going to go out and just win you the game either. Yeah. But I just like that those are the those are the headlines, just the obvious things. It's like uh, Tannehill says he's going to be a great teammate to Willis. Like that's going to be a huge like that's a huge surprise that he said <laughs> that he said that it would be a big it would be a headline if he was like I'm not going to be a great teammate to him. Like that, that's when it's newsworthy. And, and if Tyree kill says, yeah, to his trash, he can't throw. That's, that's when it should be a headline. You can tell, I guess it's slow though. In the, in the sports yeah. world right now. I don't, I mean, it's not though. I mean, there's always something going on in sports. The NBA playoffs see? are going on right now. Hell Tio's playing football again. Yeah. Caught a touchdown of, I think it's only for recently. one night, but yeah, he's he's going to play in that what the fan controlled football league. I mean, that, yeah, that's what he's been doing. Yes, somebody got asked recently if they were going to do that, and they turned it down. Can't remember who it was though. But all right, sixty-two forty-seven, Dallas at the break. Uh, again, hosting down three zero. <laughs> I did see where they uh where the fan controlled football. Uh, people told Carson Wentz, like, hey, uh, you'll always have a job here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Sweet. <laughs> I, di- I did hear an in- interview with that he did with uh, with Colin Cowherd. Of one, I think it might have been over the weekend, Sunday or Monday. And he was asked about what Jim Ursay said, that it was a mistake. You know, bringing him in like like that was just a that was a mistake. Uh, that just his 
tenure there at Indy, which it wasn't. It was only a mistake the last two games, basically. Everything was going very well before that. Carson Wentz looked like the Carson Wentz in the early Philadelphia years before that. Uh, more to that than the disaster of how the season ended. But he he had the basic generic answer of uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, it, it's, yeah, I, I don't, that's a good joke. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I have not watched any of the fan-controlled football. I haven't caught any of the USFL. Anything. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what teams are there. I wish Spurrier was coaching one of those teams though. I remember he he was coaching the team with like two A's in the name or the league with two A's in the name. He was coaching A-A-F-L. one of those teams. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, there you go. And they had and they had the best team. And I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing I didn't watch any of the games, but I enjoyed seeing Spurrier's uh pressers. When is after. XFL coming back? I don't have any idea. Next year. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't heard anything of it about it. I know The Rock has had like a couple of posts about it, but nothing regarding when or if it'll happen. That's the thing, man. Uh, Vince McMahon took out a quarter billion dollars, I believe it was, to get that leak started. And then got it up and running. And they did a couple of things better than the NFL, like this time around. Like they had a couple, like the kickoff thing that they did where the where the players were, you know. Like you want to talk about like lowering the concussion rate and all that. Like look at that and do that. Follow that model. But they did a couple of things that I did like. And some of it was good football. You know, it was entertaining to watch. But then COVID hit and then that just nixed everything. And then McMahon sells it to The Rock for $15 million. So a, a quarter billion dollar pullout, basically, from your own company to, to start something. And then you sell it for $15 million. Um, I'm sure Vince made plenty of money with sponsors and all that other stuff for the XFL. It's tons of merchandise, you know, that's already pre, pre-bought and then tried to sold by third parties, so... I'm sure Vince made some money. He didn't completely lose out on all that. I don't. I don't know. I. I well, he didn't make any money. He, oh, he didn't make no any way he money, made up for all that. But I don't. I don't think he lost his butt or anything on it. But well, he's there's nothing he could do. I mean, he'd really have to collapse to do that. Yeah. You know, he. I mean, it's a multi-billion-dollar wrestling company. Company he's got there. Yeah, you can't mess with that wrestling. No, they do it. They do it he better did. than anyone. So I mean, he know, he knows what he's doing there for sure. But I don't. I haven't heard anything about that or when it's going to start. Uh, and like I said, I haven't even tuned into a USFL game, so I don't know. I'll, I'll uh, we'll see what happens if it if it ever does. But uh, in hockey news, uh, second round action, Edmonton is leading Calgary two nothing. With six ten to go in the first, and they have three periods in hockey. Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay, they swept. Uh, who were they playing? I have no idea. 
they swept over right. their plan. So, all right. So there you go. There's the hockey news that we covered. So we we basically covered everything in yeah. just over in just over thirty seven minutes. Are the are the Cardinals still on their winning streak? I don't know. I saw that Yachty pitched. He made his pitching debut. <laughs> you see, who warmed him up. Yeah, Albert. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. That was sweet. Yeah, it was good. I mean, they put it on the Pirates, man. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, it, it was eighteen to four or something was the final. Pujols hit two bombs. So, I'm gonna check the standings real quick. We have just over two minutes. Uh, Yankees are looking like the Yankees with their record. They got the best record in the league. Well, them and the Dodgers uh tie for the best record in the league basically man they're um they're playing really good baseball out west dodgers like the giants have the worst record and you know and they're always good these days so uh st louis second in the central two games back behind the brewers uh yeah they cardinals have won four in a row Padres have five consecutive wins. Where did everything go? And Red Sox are starting to turn it around a little bit, winning five straight. But they're still 19 and 12 and fourth in the division. So, yeah, it looks like the Yankees are back being the Yankees. Boo. But I kind of feel like the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees are just good for the game as much as it kind of pains me to say it a little bit. Yeah, when when the Yankees are good, it's interesting. I guess. Uh, precisely. But all right, I think we sponsors. Co- oh yeah, shout out to Rhino Races, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, check out RhinoRaces.com. They offer five different races: a five k, a ten k, a half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. Uh, they also have cool merch. Check out their gear. Visit rhinoraces.com for details. And on that note, we're going to get out of here. Uh, but check us out next Tuesday around this time for episode 32, episode OJ Simpson, the Shoe Booty Sports. Till then, deuces, y'all. The juice.